Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one. Hey, Julie, we're back. Yes, after a long weekend, which was lovely, and you know, the world is opening up again, so it's interesting to see how humanity handles itself. It will be. And yes, it is, today is Tuesday, May the 26th. Um, and yeah, hopefully you all had a very relaxing weekend. Um, a couple announcements for all of our loyal podcast listeners. Um, first of all, thanks for continuing to make this the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. Um, um, I am always honored, touched, and appreciative of the fact that so many of you guys have welcomed Julie and I in your lives on a daily basis. A lot of you guys listen to us every single day, which is fantastic because um, when I see the feedback from some of you, it's, it's actually kind of funny. When I get a text or I get an email or I read someplace, you know, someone's talking about the podcast or, you know, maybe you guys are just responding to a comment on one of our Facebook pages or whatever. I love seeing you guys totally and completely understand the point of some of the things that Julie and I are trying to say. You know, and at the same time, it also bemuses me when I see people who don't listen, but they mm. just essentially try to parse our content and think that somehow we're just dooming and glooming or somehow we're, you know, pontificating not, or, about something that's not in alignment with, you know, whatever's best for the, just these people that don't even actually take the time to listen to what we're saying. And then you guys, I, I've seen many times where you guys will say, uh, did you actually listen to the show? Do you know what they're trying to say? Mm-hmm. I mean, cause really at the, in our heart and soul, we're just like all of you guys, we're small business owners. That's what we'll always be. Julie and I came from, you know, we've been married for almost 30 years and, and we've always worked together in one capacity or, in, or another. And trust me when I tell you, we know what it feels like to be entrepreneurs. We know what it feels like to be successful ones, struggling ones. We know what it feels like to be on all ends of the spectrum. And obviously, real estate was our chosen uh, you know, career path. So why am I telling you all this? Because that's where Julie and I are always in our, you know, we're kind of broadcasting from that mindset. What can we say, what can we do that would be of service to you in the most practical, tactical, and immediate way? Not something that's going to cause a bunch of mental masturbation that's going to you know, send you down some rabbit holes. We want you to be able to feel confident that um, and the knowledge that, frankly, your highest and true, truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people. And once you embrace that, and you really have that as part of your DNA, then the next thing that comes after that is, well, I guess I'm going to have to figure out how I'm actually going to be that way. If I'm going to say that I'm my highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people, then exactly what do I have to know that I don't know in order for me to actually follow through on that, you know, sort of that personal credo that you've created for yourself. So I get that, that a lot of you are struggling in a time of such you know, it's extreme stress for a lot of people. It's shocking, really, all the things we've collectively experienced in the last 90 days. But we're making our way through it. And the 90 days ago, Julie and I were expressing to you guys that this felt a lot like the stages of grief that, unfortunately, as you get older, everyone's going to have to experience. And, you know, it's exactly like that. And it's, it's so interesting that you can just see different people at differing levels of acceptance of essentially the death, in essence, of the old normal. And to watch people go through those struggles and watch people, they really literally are going through a long process 
that doesn't need to be a long process. And the longer they wait, the harder it's going to be. And I'm talking about all of you guys who are waiting around for things to return to normal. All of you are looking for headlines and somehow your belief structure tells you that you can survive in the old market. You can survive in the old way that, you know, essentially civilization worked. And you haven't even really, you can't even see yourself in this new version of you going forward. Well, you can, you will. Um, and as we were talking about on yesterday's podcast or the day before his podcast or Sunday podcast, you come from a long line of people who are survivors. You come from a long line of people who are, you know, who buck the odds. That's why you exist. That's why you exist. Literally. Who've lived through many pandemics, who've lived through many wars, who've lived through many just horrible things. That's where you come from. That's your DNA. That's your, you know, that's who you are. So to think you don't have it within you or to think that you can only survive in this old normal um, it just isn't true. You can survive. And you, matter of fact, if you take action quick and you take action before other people do, you have a competitive advantage because you know things that they don't know. Does this make sense, Julie? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you have to recognize that. And all of the ones that came before you also had to go through change, also had to adapt and be flexible, or you wouldn't exist if they had failed at that. So, you know, it's called being human. Uh, lots of interesting things going on with this transition into whatever is next. I'm not sure what we're going to be calling it. Uh, I've seen a lot of headlines like um, the great reopening and things of that nature. So whatever historically it will be called, that's the times we live in. So we're going to share with you the headlines that caught our attention just over the weekend. Um, and also, though we don't have a particular topic, at least I didn't pull one out, do be paying attention, listeners, to the reports of the pandemic essentially boiling back up again. I read something this morning that in um, China, where this whole thing started, mm -hmm. that they're actually yeah. now doing retesting because they think essentially a second wave is, um, again, taking hold of their society over there. And if that is if that is happening, and what is it, Yuan or whatever? No, uh -huh. Yuan is their right. currency. Who knows? Someplace in China. Yeah. Right. So if that actually happens where the pandemic starts to get a hold again, um, and it was that yeah. short period of a time between it sort of, you know, going down as far as new cases and then spiking back up again, there's no reason to believe we won't experience the same thing, especially considering that in China, they are way more uh, controlling, uh, draconian. I mean, they were literally welding people in their apartments, welding, like in, you know, the door frames and their doors were metal. And if they were suspected of having the virus, they welded them in. Well, you can't really do those things in the United States, though. Not it seems like, <laughs> seems like some states' governors have tried. Um, but do pay attention to that. Have that on your radar because the our expectation is that there's going to be a boom that's going to last for a majority of the year, followed by what's going to probably feel very much like a bust. Uh, so to answer your question, some of you guys are asking, you know, is this now a great time to buy? Is this now a great time to sell? It's better time to sell right now than it is to buy, truthfully. There'll probably be better buying opportunities into next year. Um, and there's no reason to believe interest rates will be going back up. So, you know, it, it, frankly, if you're a buyer listening, maybe it is a good move for you to wait. But if you're a seller or if you're dealing with sellers, you need to tell them to put their houses in the market right now because there is really no reason to believe the market's going to be better for sellers nope. probably for years, guys. Um, and never forget that it took us 10 years to get to the unemployment rate down as low as it was in back in just February, just a few months ago, after the Great Recession. It took 10 years to get the unemployment rate that and low. And after the Depression, it took almost 25. Right. 
And now, you know, and now we have more unemployment, crazy. and the unemployment rate supposedly going to, uh, you know, wrap a challenge this as much as we even had during the depression. So to think that there's going to be a V-shaped recovery when there's that high of unemployment is insanity. And just see things as they are. We are not trying to doom and gloom you, though those things I just told you certainly do not sound like things people want to look forward to. Well, why are we telling you this so that you can be prepared, over-prepared even, and not surprised? So right now, make the most of this market and then start thinking about, and that means you're going to have to get your skills on in preparation for the next market. That means you're going to have to learn how to do the things that you know you probably should have learned years ago with regards to working with sellers. That's what our coaching program is all about. We got you covered. We want you to be confident enough to be in any situation with any seller with any set of problems that you can solve. That's what you have to be able to do and you have to be able to learn how to do these things urgently. And those of you guys who are in the Premier Coaching Program, make sure you're attending Julie's daily semi-private coaching call every single day, that's the name daily, because on those coaching calls, she is really drilling down with all of you and working through some of the problems you're starting to experience with all these different types of sellers that they themselves are experiencing problems they've never experienced before. This is what you have to do if you not just want to survive in real estate, but also survive personally. You have to immediately adapt to the market that's coming and immediately forget that there's ever going to be a return to normal. Does this make sense, Jules? It does. Well, the, the historically through any sort of buyer's or seller's market or changes, the agents who have made the most money are the ones who have been the most versatile. Definition of versatility is the ability to deal with a multitude of people, different personality styles, different price ranges, different neighborhoods in a multitude of situations, moving for happy reasons, moving for sad reasons, scared reasons, stressful reasons but to do it in a successful way that gives them the outcome that they desire. That's what you get paid to do. And historically, agents who have said, yes, it'll be my pleasure to help you with that, even if you are internally freaking out or don't really know yet what you're doing, and you go to coaching to get some help, that's what we're here for. But you've got to say, yes, it will be my pleasure to help you with that, even if you are maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone. That's okay. Learn on the job. That's learn right. Earn what you learn. Well, that's right. So we've been saying We years. had to. Yeah, earn while you learn, guys. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Don't just wait to learn. And then, and I'll tell you another thing. Don't be creative. Um, you guys who email me these creative ideas and asking my opinions on different things, I'm just going to summarize. Do not be creative right now. This is not the time for experimenting, working on branding, uh, marketing, logoing, working on done. fancy websites. This is the time for you to get your skills on. You know, you go to a doctor to perform or to help you with a, part a particular problem. You don't want the doctor being, you want to walk into the office and the doctor tell you exactly how to solve the problem. You don't want them coming up with a bunch of mindset points, do you? Going to Facebook to take a survey That's of your right. condition. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, I do? or the doctor's going to ask your opinion on his logo. No, you're going there to have a problem solved and that's the market that we're in. That's what sellers are going to expect from you. That's the mindset shift that all of you need to be embracing and that's what we're all about. We're not going to take any flights of fancy, uh, fantasy and fancy, really, and start talking about anything other than the core things that all all of you guys need to know otherwise you're not going to make it you know and we're going to and we have been as you can tell we're leaving it all in the field for you every single day so make sure if you're not a member of the free coaching program make sure you text the word survival to 31996 text the word survival to 31996 and yes we are definitely interested in talking with any of you who are interested in joining our exp family if you want to learn more about exp EXP Realty, the quickest and easiest way for you to get the information is text the word EXP to 31996. Text the word EXP to 31996. Or if you're ready to join now, you can text me directly at 
512-758-0206. I'll answer all your questions and help you get started. Julie, today's headlines. Yes, this is my favorite one from Housing Wire this morning. They had a lot of good stuff, but it says, Will smaller cities see a boom from the coronavirus? Migration looks to benefit small and mid-sized metros in Texas, Arizona, and Florida. And I think from our own experience, we can also speak to even beyond those particular uh, areas. A lot of the interior of the country, as well as like, you know, bedroom communities to places like Atlanta and Chicago, they're all seeing a benefit already. After the Great Recession, the number of big city residents boomed. Flush with jobs and thirsting for modern high-rises, young adults and families moved into dense metro areas with amenities at their doorsteps and strips of restaurants nearby. But those wa- those walkable urban areas have become less affordable and the quintessential dream of single family home, especially after the coronavirus induced quarantine may be multiplying. So we've already seen that before the virus, we were already seeing migration out of New York, LA and Chicago, but now we're really seeing it. So uh, for example, in the Redfin survey, 61% of respondents from the New York City metro area said they would consider leaving it If they could work remotely, Redfin said, more than 50% from Boston, San Francisco, and Seattle echoed that sentiment. Top reasons for wanting to move, to live somewhere less expensive and somewhere with more land. Very interesting. And then I scanned down, there's an, uh, I got to find that stat. It was talking about cost per square foot. Um, And I used Seattle, I think, as the example. It's a long article, so it's embedded in there somewhere. They, it was something like the average cost per square foot in the general Seattle vicinity was like 230 to 300 a square foot. And then if you go with a 30 mile radius out, so maybe you have a little bit of a drive, maybe you commute two days a week, then it drops by $100 a square foot. If you have a 75 minute drop, uh, drive, it drops another 100 square foot down to only 120 a square foot, which is very affordable. That is amazing. It is. And so especially if you don't have to do it every day. If I were living in a city, though you and I aren't, you and I are definitely not city no. mice, no. right? We're country mice. <laughs> yes. But if we were to, uh, you guys can tell. Even in our neighborhood, we live in the country in the neighborhood. <laughs> right. You can tell we have a six-year-old yeah. from our references. But uh, I wouldn't want to live in a densely populated. No way. Not, not permanently. I mean, I mean, not even just because of the virus, but because everything is more complicated. It's more stressful. It's more stressful. So just, you know, if you want to go out, how are you going to deal with your car? Parking, unparking. Even right. even when we lived in Las Vegas and we were only in a five-story high building, just getting groceries was a pain in the neck. It was. You know, up and down the elevator. Every time you want to walk your dog, up and down the elevator in the heat and the wind and the cold. Well, It's, it's just, uh, there. it's a more complicated lifestyle, I guess is what I would say. And I really do feel for these people that have been in lockdown with kids, imagine if you had two or three little kids, no backyard to play in, and you really weren't allowed to go out to your neighborhood playground for three months, That's that would suck. And ultimately, <laughs> the fear is, is so. there's not going to be a real end to all of this. Yeah. So, know? I mean, people, as I said on the Sunday show, I, I think it's amazing how quickly people have snapped to it and said, okay, I'm going to do something about this. And we can tell from our coaching clients that have... Um, you know, that are not right in town, but maybe they're an, an hour or so outside of a bigger town, their phones are on fire right now. They are. Well, the first awesome. people, that are my highest end clients, coaching clients, were the ones that were reporting that were there, uh, were seeing, uh, the depending, right, the fleeing, the, mm-hmm. uh, the clients in Manhattan, 
some of the clients and other, Boston. you know, their people are leaving and yeah. they're not going to come back. Uh, you know, uh, Rob Johnson in Greenwich, Connecticut was talking about the fact that he's seen a huge increase in the number of people, Manhattanites, that were looking into Greenwich, Connecticut. And Greenwich has been sort of a flatlined market for a long period of time and most of it, not all of it, most of it. And now that it's gonna, it looks like it's taking off again. So the the mega housing trends seem to be starting uh, with the upper end folks that have the financial mobility. And I think you're going to see it definitely transition down to lower price areas. Because if you can work mobile, if you can get a job where you don't have to be, you know, essentially going to work every day, and then there's a new housing development that's, you know, 30 or 50 miles away from a city center that you never would have considered before because you had to drive there every day. You're not driving there. You're working from home. And that's this. That's one of the blessings of the pandemic. And here's, I think this was some good news, actually. Uh, this was from Zero Hedge. Americans are rushing to book vacations and reopening states. Remember, uh, so if you guys don't listen to us on Sunday, you should definitely listen to our Sunday show. Julie and I were hypothesizing that there is going to be um, have and have not states. There's going to be real bifurcation and, 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 and in essence how you're going to see these economic, these states thrive. Some of the states that have been the bellwethers of financial success are probably going to be on their heels because of the nature of how they conducted themselves uh, and how they treated, I mean, the Elon Musk controversy where Elon said, I've had mm -hmm. enough of California. I'm going to move to Texas or someplace. I'm going to move every, all operations out. Well, that was in a direct relationship, not just because of the way he was being experienced with them, telling him he couldn't open his plant back up again, but he's anticipating that now that they've done this, now they've learned people will comply to basically involuntary quarantine, you know, which is arguably illegal. Well, he's fearful that the state's going to do it again and again and again, mm -hmm. and so he cannot build this, a business like that, so he's leaving. By the way, Austin is one of the front runners for his next plant to be built. It does, I mean, so, it's going to be Texas for sure. I mean, Texas, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you have so many skilled. And there's, I would be shocked if it wasn't Texas. I think Austin's going to do really well based on that previous article that so many companies. Not that Austin is a small town, but in comparison to San Francisco and well, LA, is still and, and housing affordable. is, is yeah. very. And there's lots of, you know, it, it's a very spread out town. You can find an acre with a really kick-ass house for less than a million bucks. There's tons of them. You can, you you can, can build find, one. If you drive 30 miles north, south, east, or west of Austin, you can You're find set. a five-acre parcel for $600,000. Yep. That's, that's nice. So, that's self-sufficient. That's a nice house. And yeah. might already be set up on well, solar and everything else. Even markets like Columbus, Ohio, are probably mm -hmm. going to see people gravitating yeah, no towards no inventory them. there. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, so, so next headline, I know you have right. to run to premiere I soon. Do. Um, but this, I, again, so you found an interesting um, article. So anyway, in conclusion, there's a lot of people that are essentially booking vacations in the states where the hotels are open, which right. isn't which isn't very many. So again, this is going to lead to a bifurcation of, in so many ways, the states mm -hmm. that are end up being the have and have nots are the ones ultimately where pe people are going to want to live there and where businesses are going to do business there. And if some of these states are going to have a lingering effect from how they reacted to this pandemic and the governors um, are going to see tax revenues fall inevitably as people flee and businesses leave. All right. So we had another interesting article. Which one? Oh, that one you have um, right in your screen. This one? Yeah. Okay. Scared Americans desperate to travel are buying up, quote, COVID campers. Okay. So back to Texas for a second, but also, you know, other dealers. Floor traffic at Mike Reagan's two RV dealerships outside Austin, Texas is up 30% compared to last May. And the reason is fear. Cooped up Americans desperate to get out after months of lockdowns are dreaming of doing something, anything that resembles a vacation. But the majority of them worry about a second wave that coronavirus is coming. Nice pop-up interrupting me. 
Um, I can't get out of that. Okay, so you get you get the idea. You get the gist. So anyway, RVs. So there you so go. So unintended, great consequence for RV <laughs> dealers, right? And things of that nature. I'm sure there's going to be some car deals around as well. Well, but specifically, there's something kind of fascinating. Maybe that's a new mega trend. Maybe people are going to start, you know, who knows? I don't know. Having rented an RV before and gone on an RV trip with Julie, Zoe, and my mom, all no, I can tell no you bueno. is it was no bueno. <laughs> I mean, it all sounds romantic and fun. Some of you guys I know are avid RVers, but the second you have to pull into an RV park and deal with something called no. Blackwater, I mean. You're out. You're out. <laughs> um, okay. And I have to get to Premier real quick. Things that I love uh, was just this little saying. And that reminded me of agents who don't pre-qualify, okay? Mm -hmm. Don't blame a clown for acting like a clown. Blame yourself for going to the circus. (laughs) So I just thought that was kind of a nice little reminder. Use your scripts, guys. And on that note, I am off to take care of our great premier coaching clientele. So that should be an adventure. Back to you. So there's something inside um, our coaching program that we want to make sure you're utilizing and it's the 90 day survival plan julie would that be the one you'd suggest all of them log into and start using uh, 90 day massive action plan you're combining it with a different one called the survival plan okay so 90 day massive action plan so it's in, it's included as part of the free coaching program so what you guys have to do is if you're not part of the free coaching program yet a you're missing obviously all the information we've been giving you on how to apply for all the uh, financial lifeline programs from the government, you know the PPP program, the EIDL loan, um, you know unemployment, mortgage forbearances, all these things that all of you should have done by now. But that information is waiting for you in the free coaching program. But the other thing is, is you actually get a, you know coaching as part of the free coaching program. It's not just a name. And what Julie just told you is what all of you guys should be doing. If you're looking for direction and not knowing what to do for the next 90 days to make the most of this market that we're experiencing, go and use that plan. It's there waiting for you. All you have to do is text the word survival to 31996. Text the word survival to 31996. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link. And you click on the link and you go and set up your account and you're good to go. That's it. It takes two seconds to do it. Well, probably more like 30 seconds to do it, but you get the idea. And then you're part of the coaching program. Download the 90-day survival plan or massive action plan. I already forgot which it was, but you'll see it when it's there. And then absolutely following it. It gives you a day-by-day exact plan what you should be doing every single day for the next 90 days. That's the perfect solution for what many of you are looking for. And that will give you the direction that you absolutely positively must have. So listen, guys, we're going to get through this together. All of us who are essentially not waiting around for the old normal to return are going to be part of creating what the new normal is. Start with your own mindset, frankly. Start with your own family first and start with your own community, then your business. You guys get the point. Don't try to spend too much time worrying about what's going on too far outside of your own front door. Start there. Start in your own home. Start it with your family. Start getting everyone acclimated to the idea that the new world is not going to feel like the old world, but in many ways it's going to be better. Especially if you like RVing, evidently. <laughs> you know, Especially if you're you know, somebody who comes up with a really creative, amazing new idea. You, Look at here's a this is how I like to think is from an entrepreneurial uh, per, entrepreneurial perspective. I, I think back all the greatest businesses, all the most amazing things were always a product of a great time of change. Usually forced change. Nobody, no, none of us really want change, right? But when something external forces us to change, and this is if you go all the way back to all the great civilizations that you know have led this planet you'll see their greatest breakthroughs have always happened during the greatest period of, you know, a flux of stress 
There are no exceptions to that. Because what happens is if there's nothing external that's forcing change, and this happens with me, it happens with you, it happens with our society, it happens with everything. If there's nothing really forcing us to change, most of us are just going to go to a complacent mode where we're just going to essentially do what we've been doing. It's not until something external happens that causes us a great amount of stress that we actually start to make really good change. Now, the question is, is how long are you going to wait before you just embrace what I said is the truth? Not argue with it, not debate it, not try to look for confirmation bias that things are somehow miraculously going to return to whatever normal was. Don't wait around because what's going to happen is the world's going to pass you by. There are people that I know, and you guys know too, and maybe you're one of them, who are still essentially living in the shadow of the Great Recession. You still haven't gotten past it. You're still licking your wounds from that. And that was, what, 13 years ago when that started. Well, we're in a new one, and it's going to be something that's much more significant than anything we've ever experienced in our lifetimes before. And you can adapt, but learn from your past behavior if you're one of those people still licking your wounds, realizing that you needed to move on faster and you didn't. All of you at this point, and I know some of you are listening to us for the first time because our podcast listenership is going through the roof, but all of you should be well past, I mean, the guide we wrote for you that's part of the free coaching program, right? It's called the Ultimate Agent Survival Guide. It's waiting for you to download. It's three parts. The first is personal, then it's protect, and then it's profit, right? All of you should be moving on to the second phase right about now, not back in the personal phase. The personal phase, if you haven't done all the uh, financial protection things that we told you to do, download it. Do exactly what we say. Listen to the past podcasts and the training we've done. Show up to the free coaching call. Ask questions when you got them. Take advantage of all the government programs, the PPP, the EIDL, the uh, unemployment, if that's relevant to you, uh, your mortgage forbearance is everything in forbearance. You've got to, you have to go after your personal uh, protection in essence and, and make sure it's, it's walled in. And then you can move on because if you don't do that first, what's going to happen? And if you essentially, if you believe that the just because the market's going to feel like a seller's market for the next four to six months, if you believe that's going to be the start of a cycle that's going to be uh, a, a return of a seller's market, then you're not going to have protected yourself, which means you're going to suffer needlessly going into the following year when things most certainly look like they're going to slow down in a significant way, especially if this pandemic returns, which again, depending on who you believe, it looks like it's going to. Moral of the story here, guys, is you have to be taking care of yourselves right now. Julie and I are going to be your partners. We're going to walk this path with you. We're going to do our best to make sure we're looking as far out in the horizon as we can see. And we're going to tell you what we see. But in the meantime, make, make sure you're taking care of your next step. We can't do that for you. We have done as much as we can. Make sure you use the information we've created for you. Just text the word survival to 31996. In the meantime, if you guys need us for anything, you know how to get a hold of us. Listen to our past podcasts. Listen to our past shows. Do please continue to share this podcast with as many different people as you can. We really appreciate the fact that so many of you have become loyal listeners and sort of members of our extended family in a lot of ways. That's how we feel about a lot of you guys. So do please continue to give us five-star ratings on iTunes. Please do continue to subscribe and listen to the podcast on a regular basis. We are going to be way ahead of the curve for you so that you can be prepared and not caught by surprise. So if there's anything we can do for you at any time, please reach out to us. If you guys would like to talk about eXp Realty, by the way, just text me directly um, at 512-758-0206. Or if you just want to watch a quick video about eXp Realty, and learn about all the reasons that so many, frankly, tens of thousands of agents are joining eXp Realty. It's a national online company, so you, you know, you, there's no bricks and mortar. So you can literally build your real estate business at a faster rate 
because of the pandemic, because of the lockdown, because they already have the technology in place. This is one of the reasons that we're so enthusiastic about all of you at least considering it. Just text the word EXP to 31996. Thank you and have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.